Hi guys, Vivi here, and welcome to season one, episode 11 of my podcast, In the Works. This is a podcast dedicated to people in their 20s. Especially in our 20s, we're figuring this life thing out. We are people and souls in the works. This decade is fun for sure, but it's also a very tough decade to navigate. I know it's not just a me thing. A lot of change happens in our 20s. It's a time for lighthearted fun as much as it is adulting. My wish is that this podcast community and these episodes can leave you feeling supported, accepted, and not just heard, but seen. You're not in this journey alone, even though it may feel that way sometimes. Today, I really felt compelled to come on the mic and talk about the feeling of loneliness. Feeling empty, alone, and maybe even unwanted. I remember mentioning this in the episode with my friend Shelby. We were talking about beliefs we had as kids that we have now let go. I talked about how I grew up believing loneliness was a bad thing. It was something to be embarrassed about. If you were the kid eating lunch alone at school, you were surely called out or picked on for being a loner, being a loser, having no friends, whatever it was. And side note, Kids are wild, and they are so blatantly honest about what they think, which can be a beautiful thing, but also hurtful and uncalled for in some cases like this. But anyways, I've learned that growing up is about learning as much as it is about unlearning. I grew up thinking loneliness was the worst, most embarrassing feeling. I connected being alone to being unloved and being abandoned. That probably had a lot to do with societal pressure and what I saw on TV. We've been conditioned to believe having people around is needed, no matter the quality of people. In the past three to four years, I've really let that childhood belief go. I've unlearned this belief. Loneliness is not something to run away from. It's not a negative feeling, unless you take it as so. What if you thought of alone time as solitude? Alone time is so, so necessary. Especially for someone like me who is introverted, I will always value my alone time. I need it to recharge. And yes, I have, of course, had moments where I felt lonely and unwanted. But with time, I've learned how important it is to enjoy my own presence. I've learned how to live with myself in my body and in my mind because at the end of the day, I am all that I have. And that sounds a little scary, And probably a little sad too, but it does hold some truth. 
your own company is the only company that can be guaranteed. You are your own lifelong partner. And with that, I want you to be content with being with yourself. Trust that you are a complete and wonderful person with or without a partner or a large group of friends and family. You are so kind, smart, and fun, and you don't need others to make you feel that way. Be your own best friend and find the peace in solitude. If you felt lonely in your 20s, I can almost guarantee that most of your friends have felt or are feeling this way too, and it makes a lot of sense. As I shared, we're going through so much change in our 20s, and a lot of firsts. We transition out of the phase of convenient relationships. Some of us move out of our hometown. Some of us start working full-time. Some of us are going to university. Some of us are traveling. Some of us are getting married and starting a family. I'm sure you tick more than one of the characteristics I listed. And here's to showing that in this decade, we are very much all over the place. We are over the phase of convenient relationships. Like in high school, we're in clubs, we're in sports, and we have classes together. You're constantly around people, so you naturally build relationships without much effort. You don't really have to or need to go out of your way to meet people and make friends. Another thing worth noting is that, especially in our 20s, most people start dating and have serious partners. They spend a lot of time with their significant others, and of course, there is nothing wrong with spending time with your partner. But there is inevitably a shift in friendships, and for some, a shift in the priorities of their relationships. That's a topic for another time, but today I really want to signify how loneliness, this feeling of loneliness you're often fearful of or embarrassed of, is so normal. Even if you don't know who your people are right now, that's okay. Nothing is wrong with you. The people that are meant to be in your life will stay and will come. Take a moment to reframe the relationships you do have with solitude. And I'm mainly referring to your relationship with yourself. Be comfortable in your own company and realize the opportunity of your own company the more you like yourself, the more you love yourself, the less you'll need others to. Each phase of your life will have different priorities, and maybe you're supposed to spend more time alone right now. Social connections are vital to our well-being, even for someone as introverted as me, but I will say, from experience, it's better to feel lonely by yourself versus lonely with others. A 
lot of people in their 20s date around because they don't want to be alone. These are the people that need validation and attention from another person. And I'm not saying that dating around is bad. I think there are so many pros to dating. Going on dates and dating different people can help you discover more about yourself. It'll also clarify the deal breakers. You'll fine tune what you want and what you don't want in a partner moving forward. And that is really valuable. On top of that, I'm sure that dating around helps you practice social skills and also grows your self-esteem and emotional maturity. But going back to my previous statement, I don't want you to be one of those people dating around solely because of your insecurity and because of your fear of loneliness. Your need to seek validation or attention from others is because you are incapable of giving that love to yourself. I may be calling someone out right now, and I don't mean it in a rudimentary way. I truly want you to love yourself in the solitude and in the independence. Whether you're in a relationship or not, it's empowering to be independent. You don't need a romantic partner in your 20s as much as society may convince you otherwise. If you get into a relationship because of the reasons shared, because of your fear of loneliness, it ends up being a band-aid fix anyways. It's a quick fix if you're not content and happy by yourself and with yourself. Spending intentional time alone means finding your identities. The question you should ask yourself isn't just, what do I do? What's on my resume? I just thought of an exercise. So if you could write it out, amazing. If not, just think about these questions. If you couldn't use those criteria, the school you attended, your job title, your on-paper identity, and your accomplishments, would you be able to introduce yourself? If you wouldn't know what to say, take the time to figure that out on your own. Block out the noise, the things and the opinions that influence you. Who are you at your core? What is the energy you bring to the communities you're a part of? What are your values? What do you offer to the relationships that you build? These are just a few questions coming up for me right now, but feel free to expand. How would you introduce yourself if you couldn't just spit out your resume? And would this person get a feeling of who you are if they've never met you before? Be confident that you are worth knowing. When you better understand yourself, you'll start living in the most authentic way. And I'll take authenticity over acceptance any day. Self-awareness shapes how you interact with others. And I promise you, you will have more fruitful and meaningful relationships because you took this time for you.
you'll seek relationships from a place of want versus need, from a place of contentment versus fear. The relationships you let in will genuinely add to your life. You'll fully be yourself, and when people come into your life, accepting the you, the you that's true to his or her identities, they will be the people worth investing in. They are loving you for you, not this facade of you. I know this feeling of loneliness can be tough. It can make us feel desperate to be wanted, but trust that it's temporary. If you know that you are someone that approaches dating from this place of lack and fear, this intense fear of being alone and feeling lonely, I'm actually proud of you. I'm proud of you for being honest with yourself right now and taking the steps towards knowing yourself. Loneliness is a feeling and a state of being. It's a state of mind that makes it difficult to form connections even when given these social opportunities. So, not until you find the peace and also joy in solitude. Try not to rush into dating and finding a lifelong partner. You're not ready yet, and that's completely okay. Answering the questions that I shared before could be a great first step. With the change of our 20s, friendship dynamics will also change. It's sad when you realize the people you were previously friends with don't fit your identity or that profile of you anymore. They still served a purpose in your life. You're not better than them and they're not better than you. You guys just aren't in alignment anymore. It's kind of hard to explain, but nothing drastic needs to happen for you to not be friends with someone anymore. It's not a crime to realize you and someone else don't fit into each other's lives as easily anymore. The connection is missing. This is a very simple example, but maybe you had a friend in math class. You had class together every day, but once that class was over, your relationship was also over. Things died off. You can't hold on to every single person you've met for the rest of your life. Don't force yourself onto them. Stop being afraid of being alone. The people that are meant to stay will stay. The people that are meant to be in your life will put in the effort to be in your life. The people that are meant to be there will not make you question it. And even if someone leaves, let them. So be it. It's a reminder to find the beauty in your own presence. Your worth does not decrease because someone else wasn't able to value it properly. And I know I've been lucky enough to not have had any dramatic 
breakups, friendships, and romantic, but even if things ended badly for you, don't be spiteful. This is part of healing. Come to terms with who it involved, when it happened, and how it happened. Leave these relationships with this foundation of acceptance. Leave this person or these people with the notion of, I want you to live the best life you can, even if I'm not in it. Losing people means you're both growing. And sometimes you have to accept that you can't grow together. It may suck in the moment, but you're also creating more space, time, and energy for people that are meant to love you and be there for you through this life. Sit back and appreciate the special individuals that you know are there for you. The people that back you, no matter how dumb, how emotional, and maybe how outrageous you can act. I do think that in your 20s, it's important to meet people for all the same reasons I shared about dating around. You get to learn about yourself, what you like, dislike. You learn about other people and their backgrounds and cultures. You get to practice socializing because, yes, that is a skill that needs to be practiced. But at the end of the day, remember, it's the quality of the friendships and relationships, not the quantity. If you haven't texted a friend in a while text them. Let them know that you're thinking about them. If you haven't texted your cousin in a while, ask them how they're doing. You may feel lonely, but do not be blinded by what's missing. I can guarantee you, you have at least one person that you can text right now. Change is the only thing that is guaranteed. Time moves on. Even if you feel lonely now, things will change before you know it. You'll meet the people that fulfill your wants and needs. People that will love everything you offer and all that you are without leaving you feeling like you need to beg for love and earn their praise. By this point in the episode, I hope that you believe that the more you know yourself, the stronger your value set is, the more you are sure of yourself, the stronger your foundation is, the more likely you will be content with who you are, all that you do and do things you love. When you reach this phase, you'll also want to share it with others, which is probably my favorite part. We spend so much time thinking about what other people are doing, and that in a way kills our creativity. It kills our imagination, our original eyes, thoughts, and ideas, and limits the intimate connection with ourselves. Alone time and times in solitude will spark your creativity. It also builds mental strength, 
since I've spent more time alone, I rely on myself a lot more. I trust myself to figure things out. No matter how tough the situation may be, no matter how problematic the person may be, I trust myself to do the right thing. I trust my competence, character, and intent in every scenario possible. I'm confident in my own abilities. I know my strengths, whilst also owning up to my weaknesses and asking for help when necessary. I want you to deeply know yourself in solitude because when you're ready and you do seek connection, it'll be so worth it. Building relationships will feel seamless. You'll be so comfortable being by yourself and spending time with yourself. So this person or these people who you make relationships with will only add to your cup. The people you spend your time with, the people you pour your energy into will adore and love you for that authentic, genuine you. And they will teach you how to love yourself more. They will encourage you to be your best self and be there for you through the highest highs and lowest lows. And you don't get to experience that beautiful place without taking a step back, being by yourself, getting to know yourself, and maybe feeling a little lonely for some time. I said this earlier, but just to reiterate, it's better to feel lonely by yourself than lonely with others. While in search of yourself, be intentional with your time alone. Escape reality. Take yourself out on dates. I like to call them solitude trips. It's liberating because you don't have to be so considerate of another person's opinions. You do exactly what you want, when you want. Try something new and go somewhere new alone. Prove to yourself that you can be entirely by yourself and still be okay and have a good time. Go out for lunch and don't wear headphones. Just be present. Sit, eat, and really enjoy your food. You are a fun person to be around and you are a joyous soul. It's time that you realize that. Plus, when you're alone, you're more likely to initiate or be a part of random conversations with strangers. You don't have anyone with you to cling on to. Yes, it's designated alone time. However, this could even be a good way to meet people during your meal without headphones. It shows others that you are taking time for yourself, but you are still open. You're open to conversation. And who knows? <laughs> Maybe your future partner will be there. Who knows? A lot of people, when they become really close with someone whether it's a friend or a partner, can get tangled in the mess of codependency. In codependent relationships, there is an obvious giver and a taker. I've been in this place before. 
one person provides support and pours into the relationships while the other person accepts without returning the same love, reliance, and respect. Of course, people shouldn't take advantage of you in this way, and I hope that it never happens to you. But this will happen if you don't feel connected. Sometimes you don't feel connected with others, but a lot of the time, it's because we don't feel connected with ourselves. We don't know ourselves well enough, and that is why that time of reflection, solitude, and independence is needed. Practice self-care dependent on you versus stimulation from others. I'll repeat that one more time because I think I need it too. Practice self-care dependent on you versus stimulation from others. And when you're ready, prioritize interactions that are worthwhile. Schedule time with friends and family you actually care about. I've heard of people saying energy givers and energy takers. For us introverted people, it can be hard to decipher whether someone is an energy giver or taker because... Essentially, any breathing being under the sun can suck our energy. Speaking from my experience, any social interaction, no matter how small, can drain our social battery. For me, I can tell whether a person is someone I want to be around if I'm willing to sacrifice my alone time to be with them. My alone time especially since practicing this intentional time of solitude, is so sacred to me. If I'm willing to sacrifice my time, if I'm willing to sacrifice my time to work or relax alone, to be with them, they're someone special. I may leave these interactions a little tired because... I am an introvert by nature, but I know that I will learn something from them and gain a different perspective. They motivate me or inspire me. I have no doubt in my heart that they care for me and want what's best for me. They have a good morale, and I simply just respect them. We get so caught up in what people do, but... When I can confidently say, I respect this person and the way they handle themselves, handle themselves in different situations and with different people, that is the kind of person I want to be around. It may take a few hangouts to tell, and it may just take one hangout to know, but it is time worth investing in to know who your people are. So if you've been in the phase of solitude lately and you have the desire to connect again, go for it. A support network is vital to our well-being. You don't know everyone you're going to be friends with in this lifetime. 
You don't know all the people that will love you in this world. But if you don't put yourself in situations to meet these people, you'll never know who they are. This episode was low-key all over the place. I sincerely apologize. You're like, baby's telling me to be alone one second, but then telling me to be out and about and be social. You know, (laughs) those that get it will get it. Life is all about balance. And for me, what's worked best is being alone first. Taking myself out on dates getting to know all parts of myself, asking myself those hard questions, and learning to enjoy my own company before introducing other people into the mix. And I'm not saying that you can't practice independence while being in a serious relationship and still seeing your friends. I'm just saying that during this period, my alone time was top priority. And now that I'm stronger in my identities, I feel a lot more comfortable to be around other people. I'm also a lot more confident in my ability to choose who I want in my life. And that can sound a little harsh, but you do have choice over who you spend your time with and who you give your energy to. I've said this in a different episode, but your time and your energy are the most important things in your life. Don't take it lightly. In a healthy dose, independence is important and can provide you some great insight as to who you are without the influence of others. I promise this feeling of loneliness won't last forever. Make the most of it. See it as independence. See it as solitude. And when you believe it's time, step out into the world with an open heart and open mind and let the most amazing people enter your life. You deserve the most soft and genuine kind of love. You deserve to be supported. You deserve to be appreciated for all that you have to offer. Whoever has the opportunity to be loved by you, friends, family, a significant other, they are so damn lucky. One day, you'll be thankful of that You went through those periods of solitude. You'll wake up and smile because you are truly content and proud of yourself for putting in the work for you. You'll also be filled with gratitude because of the people you get to spend your days with. Who would have known that what I thought was lonely and depressing times can also lead me to the joy of giving and receiving love from some incredible people. I think that's all I have for you. I really hope you enjoyed this run through and 
overview of loneliness in our 20s, from my perspective. I am so thankful to have shared this space with you today. This was a topic that I honestly didn't prep much for. Today was me kind of mind-dumping, so I apologize if the episode seemed a little bit all over the place. But these are just a few things that I've learned in my early 20s. I've had my fair share of lonely times, and I hope that if anything I shared resonated, you leave this episode knowing you are never alone, no matter how alone and cold this journey can feel. Feel free to join the fam and give the Instagram and TikTok a follow at intheworks underscore pod. My personal Instagram account is private, but if you would like to follow, my handle is at V-I-V-I-I-H-U-I-N-H. As usual, my DMs on all accounts are open, so please let me know how I can best show up for you at this time. You're doing great, and I hope that you continue to get to know your amazing self. You deserve to be seen, heard, and loved, not just from others, but from yourself. Take yourself out on a date this week and send me a photo. I'd love to see what you get up to. I hope you're having a beautiful day, and if not, you're going to have a beautiful day soon. I look forward to hanging out with you in the next episode.